What's up, buds? Welcome to another episode of the Earbuds Podcast. This is a podcast where two buds talk about one album for a good amount of time. I, as always, am your co-host, Ash Action Hanrahan. Join with me, Lucas Adventure Indrakovs. Action's way cooler. Yeah, sorry, I took the good one. Yeah, you took it. Yeah, it's all mine. Well, who's doing? who didn't want to do the fucking intro? Douche. <laughs> Today, we're talking about what I think. Well, we'll talk about it. It's an album <laughs> by uh, Lucas's favorite rapper yep. and one of my favorite rappers, Action Bronson. It is Mr. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. It is his second album, if I remember correctly. It is um, his second full-length record, his first major label record. Mm. Uh, I think this is when he joined Vice uh, Atlantic record label. So he did Well Done before that, and I think that was on like a local label in New York. And then he did Sob Stories, and I think on Sob Stories is when he had joined uh, Atlantic Vice. So he... Mr. Wonderful was like his first major label full length debut record. And yeah, it's weird, man. It, like going and listening through it, it feels like a major label version of action Bronson. If that makes any sense. It's like, it's, I couldn't qualify what it was that made this album feel and sound different to me than all his other stuff. Well, first off, the music is kind of entirely different from what he would go on to do. Right. Right. It, it like, doesn't feel like all... Action Bronson beats. No, it's it's these all seem like either samples or live recordings of like full bands and kind of like a rock, jazz, blues kind of outfit. There were a lot of uh musicians and like featured artists and Yeah, it's it's I don't think there are any like eight oh eights on this record. I don't I don't think there are really any like analog instruments aside from like a keyboard or a synth or something. Really? There's some guitar mixed in there. Like party supplies is one of the producers that he's worked with before. Like he did the whole blue chips um, mixtape with party mm-hmm. supplies. And uh, I think party supplies, like he plays guitar and piano and Mark Ronson did a couple of beats on this. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he obviously is like a really talented musician and producer and everything. So, um, yeah, they, it, it's just, I was curious what you thought of the beats overall on this record. Like, were, are you, is this your favorite Action Bronson record? I I said something last episode when we were talking about this album coming up. I said that I didn't think it's his peak, but it's my favorite record. And I want to revise that statement. Mm. After having listened to this record for a week, I think... This is his fucking peak record. I think it's got the best music. I think it's got some amazing verses. uh, And it's my personal favorite Action Bronson record. Yeah, I mean, I think I knew that this was your favorite record by him. Um, And I, this is weirdly one of the ones I've listened to the least by him. And is it, it has, just because it's like his most mainstream album? I think that's. I think it has the feel of a mainstream record for me. Like it doesn't feel personal to him. In a lot of like I, music, musically, it doesn't I, feel personal to him. Are you sure about that, sir? 
I'm. Who I mean, else that's was how making it, beats like this. Who else was rapping to stuff like this? Well, I feel Who like is stuff like to stuff like this. I feel like stuff like a brand new car is like the beats decent, but it's a little too poppy and radio friendly for me. And then you have stuff like the rising, the next song that is, I think party supplies or static selector. I think did that one. And it sounds like the beats, like, have you ever listened to well done the record that the full length record before this one? Uh, I have, but I kind of forgot what, what, what it was about. It's kind of the same vibe for me that it's like a certain era of hip hop beats that he was rapping over a lot of the soul Motown funk samples at that time. And he didn't get into his like really obscure Turkish psych rock, you know, like Russian reggae, whatever, like random shit that him and Alchemist would just like pull out of a crate to make a beat out of. He wasn't doing that yet at this point. He was playing more mainstream. He was like rapping over more what I consider mainstream beats to be. I mean, if you're saying like, yeah, like rock and blues and jazz are very mainstream genres and they're very American genres. Yes. And if that's kind of the angle you're coming at, instead of like pulling from like Italian music and Turkish music and stuff, then... Yeah, I guess it's a mainstream, like, B. I guess it's mainstream music and records, but I don't know, man. It's like, we've heard other Bronson records, and, like, uh, I remember we listened to Coco Trio Turbo, yeah. right? Yeah. And we both kind of thought that was underwhelming in it the was. beat department. It was. And, like, comparing it to something like this, where he has, like, this whole album structure... That's like, I feel like one of the, I feel like it's one of the only albums where he was really thinking about the track list I and he was totally doing agree. transitions between songs and he yep. had like the passage is just like such a weird track that doesn't really even feel like music, honestly, for yeah. most of it. Yeah. It's, I totally hundred percent agree that this feels like the only album that he seemed to put thought into the track listing, like to the point where there's three songs in a row that he said it was kind of a mini musical within the record, like within the track listing. And it starts with a uh, city boy blues. Oh, a light in the addict and baby blue. He was like, those three songs to me are their own kind of little thing within the record. He was like, I wanted to do this kind of trilogy, little musical in the album and you can kind of hear it in the in the music in those three I, songs. I I would have never honestly like thought of that myself that these three songs were like connected in some way. Yeah. I thought that I honestly thought that the three songs you were going to say were going to be uh Falconry, Thug Love Story and City Boy Blues. Just cuz uh at the end of falconry he kind of describes what i always thought was this scene in thug love story and then that just kind of goes real nicely into city boy blues thug love story is such a waste of a track to me yeah i i mean (laughs) i guess the guy's voice is okay but it's like what's the point of this i think he was trying to i don't know i think he was just trying to instill some fucking like raw culture of new york into his 
yeah. like album. Yeah, I could, I could uh, definitely. That makes sense. It is a track I skip. <laughs> yeah, there's no point on listening to it. It's like it's it's nice, it's cool, like whatever. But it's it's really not a Bronson song. It's just kind of this guy singing. I don't know if it's original. I don't know if it's a song. I think he's making it up on the spot. Cover. I think That's it's cool. totally an improv, yeah, minute and a half thing that this guy sings. And like I said, his voice is fine, but it's like, eh, whatever. That's, but yeah. when I was listening to this, I was like, what is it about this record that kind of throws me off a little bit? As a huge Action Bronson fan, knowing that this is like probably his most popular album, too. I'd say, yeah. Uh, I mean, huge songs on here. Uh, Acting Crazy, Baby Blue, Easy yeah. Rider. I mean, those are three massive hits for him. And I think there's three most popular. Probably. And and I do agree that like beats wise, there was something off about this. Like I would say Blue Chip 7000 is my favorite album by him. And yeah. next is Lamb Over Rice. I think, and it's only seven songs, but Lamb Over Rice is really like just a perfect EP, you know? And I think Blue Chips is a perfect uh, album of Action Bronson. And this one kind of felt it's like it was weird because I was like, there's something about this record that I don't really like, and it has nothing to do with action. I love everything he's doing on here. It's something about the music, but something that I could really appreciate and something that was kind of kept going through my head was this thought that I'm like, I feel like this is his best written album in terms of like song structure and song writing. Yeah, it's. I think it's easy for Bronson to kind of lean on just having one beat and one flow and going through first, first, first in a song. Right. Yeah. It's like he almost after a certain point doesn't even have hooks anymore on songs. Yeah. Really. But you know, in this one, he, he like sings a chorus or two. He did. He sounds great too. He needs to do that more often. He doesn't sound bad. It's like a little lost pop brain get yeah in, you know same 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 and like and, uh, she only loves me for like uh what is it on city boy blues he sings the whole time and it sounds fucking awesome yeah it's like i don't know why you don't do that more often it's like you don't have to be a singer but like you could totally sing your own ver- like hooks like a uh, denzel curry you know it's like the same yeah. kind of thing it's like dude he can do it and he should do it and it's like jid it's like, like jid yeah it's like you're a singer but you just don't do it are you just like scared that you'll you'll be like seen as like a lesser rapper or something something. like i don't know how the culture is but that's kind of what i what it just i was trying to make sense of this weird feeling i'm like this is such a well-written album why don't i like it as much as i feel like i should as just a fan of his and a fan of rap music and and i think it is like it does feel it's his poppiest record i think for sure sure yeah. Um, in terms of what, like his music choices, like the choices that he made feel, felt like a major label version of his beats. And um, like, they weren't so obscure and weird. They were almost like some of the beats were almost too friendly to sounding to me, like too approachable. I think, I think you're just saying that. Cause it's this very familiar rock genre. And these tend to be in a major key. Yeah, the, ma- I, the like major the key instrumentation thing. here and what they're doing, uh, like the weird instrumentation on Galactic Love, which is honestly not a song I really enjoy that much, but it's like, no. it's weird. It's kind of dynamic. 
uh, on Jazzy, Terry. Santa Basie. I, lo- I love Terry. He's just like. That electric piano is so juiced. How do you rap on that? Why would you rap on that? Who would think to do that? That's the Alchemist, baby. I, I think these beats are are interesting. I think they're unique. Uh, but it obviously we're on two fucking opposite ends of the spectrum in that way. Yeah, it's weird to feel like this is one of my least favorite albums by him, next to Coco Drilo Turbo. Sure. And this is better than Coco Drilo for sure. Like, I don't um, know. at least give me that. Yeah. Shit. Oh, uh, and there's I can't <laughs> deny that at all. Um. Cause I feel like his lyricism is fucking fantastic on this album, but I, I, I like, that's what, that was the weird part for me to kind of like make sense. And, and emotionally is like, these are some of my least favorite songs by him as a whole. But then I feel like these are some of his, some of his best songwriting. And, uh, and it was just kind of a weird, like dichotomy of just, I, this is some of his best written structurally written music and songs. And it's like, and I just don't like him that much. I wonder if it might also be because he hasn't exactly, it feels like he hasn't exactly solidified his character. Like he'll talk about food and, uh, clothes, wrestling, basketball every once in a while. Yeah. But he doesn't do it to the level that he does. Like talking about wrestling and basketball and food, like he does on other records. And he's not as funny as he is now. And as as he was yeah. on other records, uh, and yeah. and again, I, I also the amount of hooks on this album felt like this feels like written for radio type of Action Bronson songs because he's so he does so few hooks uh, later on in his career. Sure, I just, and these are three as... and a half minute songs. These are four minute long songs. Like he does a, a minute and a half, two minutes in and out. Fucking, you know, like that's what I want to hear from him. I want to hear more. Like I want to be left wanting more and none of these songs left me wanting more. And they all felt like, okay, yeah. Okay. That's done. Like next song, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I totally get you. Bronson in like later albums is definitely writing shorter songs and it definitely doesn't, it does seem like he was maybe trying to write for radio a little bit more and that he was, Yeah. I mean, he was trying to break out. It was his first major label debut. Like, obviously, he was trying to be a little more friendly, solidify his place, and then kind of go on to be more himself and write stuff that's more attuned to him. But I don't personally think that writing stuff that's a little more friendly and a little more accessible to people is a negative trait within itself. I I don't think he's, like, diminished any artistry because of that. I don't think he's, like... I don't think he held back on his lyrics because of that. Uh, definitely you not. Know? And it's such a personal preference for me that I just, I, I struggle with pop music. I struggle with music that I would consider radio friendly right. music. Yeah. And this feels like a very radio friendly version of action that uh, it's just like, it's kind of, there are some really good songs on here. Like I'll, you know, I, I'm not hating on everything, but it's really 50 yeah. 50 for me, whether I'm going to, whether I really enjoy it or not. Um, but I mean, he says he's has said in interviews that, you know, he doesn't, he, he wanted the whole album to be a thing. He didn't, he doesn't care about individual songs. He was trying to make it a complete project and it feels that way for sure. Uh, he's like, I wasn't trying to have a theme. I wasn't trying to do a concept record. 
he's not he's not trying to be inspirational or trying to have this you know big message. It was like I just wanted to yeah. have this fun, happy, funny, kind of like rugged rap album. And and I think he he pulled that off. Whether it's like you know my personal preference of like what I want him to sound like and the things that I want him to rap over. That's that's a whole another thing. But I mean. Critics liked this album. He he has a 77 Metacritic score, which is like fucking really good. Damn. Um, yeah, it's almost a B. You know, like it's uh, people really liked it, and they were saying that it did feel a little all over the place with the music choices, which I agree with that also. That it nothing really felt that cohesive in terms of like the vibe that he was trying to set. Uh, but uh, man, I lyrically phenomenal he's amazing on this album <laughs> i mean yeah he really can't miss uh i man i forget one of my like fucking favorite lines on this record probably like one of my favorite lines comes from big body uh, she only like she only loved me when i'm naked yeah <laughs> Which is yeah like, such a fucking all sorts of felony in his waist all like, sorts of a felony in his waist. With well, a who are you? I'm here on the corner, 3 a.m., standing with a Latin individual. <laughs> <laughs> like, body is a, body's always guaranteed to give you a great outro on, on yeah. any song. And they, he definitely used body on this record. And I thought uh, Mayhem fucking killed it off, on Falconry. I thought Mayhem was pretty good. I don't, I don't know about killed it, but I, I liked it. I thought he, I thought he almost like stole the 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 song. Oh damn! And I think Chance the Rapper on Baby Blue has my favorite verse on the record. I do love Chance's verse. It's very like, it's very focused in a theme. Yeah, uh, and I feel like he got. I feel like Chance had a better grasp of the theme than maybe even Action did. You know? I think so. Yeah, and it, and it was an interesting story how that song even got made, how Chance even ended up on the track. How did it? It was do you, you don't know this? No, I don't know. He uh, so that was another Mark Ronson beat was Baby Blue, mm. and um, and I think Mark Ronson should stick to pop music, but that's all. I'm just gonna leave that there. But uh, so Ronson and Bronson were in uh, London together working on this song. <laughs> And um, I think even the coming up with the horn part, they came up with that together. And uh, and so basically Bronson wrote his part on the song and he left. He like flew out of London. And I think like a few days later, Chance flew into London to work with Mark Ronson. And Mark was kind of psyched about Baby Blue. And he's like, hey, man, check out the song I just did with with action. And Chance was like, I have to be on this. He's oh like, shit! I have to rap on this, and so they didn't even ask action. They were like, he was like, "All right, <laughs> like fucking, you know, put put a verse out there," and uh, and then they sent it to Action Bronson. And he was just like, "That's the song, like that's that just made the whole I, thing." I mean, if I remember correctly, this is like shortly after Acid Rap. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so Chance is kind of popping off, but he's not quite like he's not quite a big name like he'll be on the Coloring Book. And, but this ended up being a huge hit for both of them. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, we might be talking about it later. We might be. Uh, and, I, but, and I've always thought again, be, like blue chip 7,000, I think is action. You, you say that this album is like peak 
action for you. I think Blue Chips 7000 is peak action for me. Uh, lyrically. And musically? And musically. 100%. Okay, well. Yeah. But <laughs> lyrically on this, I mean, it's just like this I think this album and Blue Chips are his best lyrics that he's ever written. Do you think he just kind of ran out of juice in this lane that he was speeding in? I think or- after Blue Chips, it was like I think Blue Chips was before White Bronco, I'm pretty sure. And White Bronco, I think, started kind of, you could feel it kind of falling a little bit. Only for Dolphins had some funny stuff on there, but it was all kind of same, same. And then once Cocodrilo Turbo came out, I was like, he is phoning it in right now with his like, fuck it, I'll make a soup, a line about soup, and then I'll make a line about a gun, and then I'll make a line about BMWs, and then I'll do a, you know, I'll do a obscure sports reference. And uh, and it did start feeling like he was either running out of shit to talk about or he was just tired of writing the same shit over and over again. Sure. You know? But I, yeah, that's what I love about his lyrics. It's like, what I love the most about Action's lyrics is that they're very genuine. He's never writing about something that he isn't genuinely and sincerely into. Sure. You know? So, like, any time that there's a reference about, like, anything with cooking and and sports and cars and weed and food and, and all this stuff. It's like, he's so genuine. That's what he's talking about. And he's into it. Like anytime I've seen him in an interview being asked, you know, like, how do you know about this random, you know, bodybuilder? And then he'll just name off six other bodybuilders that he's into. (laughs) And you're like, Oh my God, this guy's like really actually into this random shit that he's always talking about. And he's like, always so funny. There's always so many references and so much attitude, but he's, it's really playful all the time. And that's something that I had to learn about action. Also, at first I thought he was such a fucking dick and he was like the most <laughs> cockiest dude, like narcissist. And then I realized that he's just fucking around. And, uh, and that made me love him because then I, I was able to kind of look through, see through the facade of I'm amazing. And everything I do is fucking amazing to realize that it's like, Oh, that's just him being funny, having that cocky attitude. And, uh, and I just uh, he and he makes it so cool. Like he's just so fucking cool, too. That it's it, he he I I love him. And it's just like any fucking action Bronson record that you try to talk about. There's so many lines that it's not even worth trying to list most of them <laughs> because it's like dude, it, you'll be we could be here all night, just line after line after line. Every song is hilarious yeah. or awesome, one or the other. I don't. I don't think there's a song where like the lyrics fall flat, honestly. No, I don't think there was one weak track uh, on this record in terms of lyricism for action. And it's awesome because it, like the fact that he can be kind of tested when someone asks him, like, how do you like, where'd you know that reference is random baseball, you know, shortstop from the sixties or whatever. And he can speak to it. So, you know, he's not faking the funk. No. Uh, or trying to be different or esoteric or anything like that. Like he's just into a lot of shit. And when he's into it, he seems to get really fucking into it. Like seeing him now get with exercise and working out and everything. Like he is into those fucking kettle swinging things that he does. And the <laughs> Israeli swinging bats or whatever that he's yeah, using. Like yeah, yeah. he is into it, man. His iron chic fucking bats that he's like swinging around <laughs> and shit. It's like, I love it. I love it. I love, I just love how genuine he is to himself and with his music that he's never, he's never faking the funk. No, man, he's fucking, 
he's real and he is playing this character uh i think he's i think it's kind of a half character you know i think he yeah. do he does kind of have this like braggadocio confidence about him yeah which as a but rapper you, gotta, I feel like you have to you gotta yeah you know for sure uh and yeah man i just think uh my fi- and like I said, there's too many hooks on this record, but my favorite hooks are the ones where he's singing on them, and I I think it's really really well done. Uh, I don't know why he stopped doing that, but <laughs> yeah, man, I just I feel like this is I don't know. There was just something about this album that f- didn't ever really resonate that much with me. Um, at the end of the day, man, it's all about fucking feeling, and if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. Yeah, and I think what got me the album that got me into him was, I think it was Blue Chip Seven Thousand. I think that's the one that my buddy, my friend Bud, was like, "Dude, you gotta fucking listen to this." Either that or this one. I don't know. I can't remember. It was so long ago. But it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just interesting. It's to think like this is the era that I got into him, and it's just kind of like, even on this, al- I've heard this album multiple times. There are songs that I forgot even existed. Sure. And yeah. I've heard this album many times. I've smoked a lot of weed to this record. And like Galactic Love, you mentioned it already. I completely forgot that song even existed. It's it's kind of one of the flyovers for me. It is. It definitely is. Like that one and Only in America were both oh, like. Oh, dude. You like that? You like Only in America? I love Only in America. I can't do Only it. Only in that, America. I hate that hook. I love it. The beat I is interesting. It. It's like some German fucking. That it sounds like Rush almost, but it's like very German. It's very like old Prague. Yeah, it's a 80s Prague rock or whatever. And that's what he yeah, said he yeah. wanted to do. He wanted he wanted to write a like a journey type song, and and so that's what they did. And and I wasn't a big fan of it. Also, like a light in the attic, I didn't like, and I've never really liked. What? Yeah, that's fucked up, dude. I think the the singing's great. I like that the, you know, the beat is kind of bluesy, you know, and it's obviously trying to be very sad and moody, but I don't know. I've never really liked rap songs when they talk about like mental health stuff and it kind of, it used to kind of come off as really cheesy to me and, and cringy, but then Kendrick does it so well, you know, where it's so he's Kendrick has changed my mind a few times about these songs that are just very on the, like, what would you, how would you feel if I just died today? I'm like, ugh, I don't want to hear you. I want to hear you talking shit. And you know, like, I don't want to hear about, Oh my God. God forbid these rappers talk about how they fucking feel every once in a while. Action like never does any shit like this. I know. And the fucking one time he does, you're, you're like, like Oh yeah. And that track sucks. dude. I don't like it. Piss off. I'm like, man up dude. Stop crying, dude. Just hold it in. Yeah, could be a bitch. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's time we get into the the honorable mentions and the choice nugs and all that stuff. I the, mean, is there anything the whatable mentions? The the narnerable narnerable mentions. Yeah. Okay. I thought I misheard you there. Was there anything else that you wanted to deep dive into before we go into our favorite songs? Uh, I don't think so, man. I think I, uh, I appreciate how, uh, kind of, he has a lot of musicians and a lot of producers helping him. 
but he takes a lot of these tracks solo. Like he's the only kind of rapper vocalist on the track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's and not a ton of features on this record. I, it's it's always nice when someone has like the confidence in themselves to like have like half a record where it's just like it's just you on the track. Where yeah. nowadays, like it's kind of hard to find any record where there's even one song that doesn't have like featuring blank on it. Yeah, and I've 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 always thought that was kind of a cop out lazy move on a lot of rappers that you, you can't if you can't carry a whole song by yourself like i don't know like, it kind of takes away some cred for me one of the recent albums that i really like that did it is when we did jd's uh the forever story yeah where you know just like 10 tracks of him like four tracks of features he just fucking knows he's good man he knows yeah he's got he it. stacked those features up too like he would have right, two, three yeah. on a song when he did have someone on a song, but it's like you. I don't know if you ever listened to J Cole, but Jake, one of J Cole's big things was, right. yeah. yeah, not not no having features. any features. And it's fucking, it's it is impressive because it. I mean, you look at the the track lengths, and we're four minutes, four minutes and forty nine seconds, four minutes, yeah. Yeah. two and a half, two and a half, four, six minutes. It's like he's doing these really long hip hop tracks. That is uh, being able to carry the whole thing by yourself and make it interesting the whole time. Uh, it's a tough task. It's impressive. And I want to say, I don't know if we, we touched on this during the white Bronco episode, all the comparisons to Ghostface Killer that action gets. I wanted to kind of see if I could hear it, you know, because that was, that was another thing that when I first got, whenever action was shown to me, I was like, he's ripping off Ghostface. And my friend was like, no, dude, not at all. Like, he's completely different. I was like, he sounds exactly like him. He's doing the exact same delivery where he's kind of, like, loudly talking. And and it's the same type of cadence. And and uh, and my buddy was like, no, dude, no. Like, you're, you're completely wrong. You need to listen to more of Action Bronson to understand what makes him different. And since then, I've been able to kind of... You know, I've, I've totally seen the what makes them both so unique and, and special. Uh, while still acknowledging that, like, yeah, I'm sure some people can hear, you know, they, they'll hear those similarities or whatever. But still to this day, I, I, I randomly stumbled upon something on Instagram that was like an Action Bronson freestyle. He destroyed it. And 90% of the comments was he bit Ghostface's style. This dude's a fucking copycat. This dude's a, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, dude, still to this day, people are still fucking talking about this. After action has just like proven himself over and over again. You know, when's the last time Ghostface put out a good fucking record anyway? It's, it's ridiculous to make comparisons like that. Like God forbid someone sounds the same. They're, they're talking about two Ghostface and action. Couldn't be talking about more different things in any of their lyrics. Thank you. You know, that was my main thing. So I I put on, I, I listened to Ghostface for like an hour today. Okay. Just to be like, what is it? What is it that people, what is it that I heard in a similar? What is it that people are still fucking accusing him of, of being a, a copycat? I, I honestly couldn't hear it. I couldn't hear it. I didn't hear it in the cadence. I didn't hear it, especially in the lyrics, yeah. maybe in the delivery, maybe that delivery. They're both from Queens. I think, you know, like they both have that kind of, I don't know, a certain way of talking, a certain way of rapping that they're kind of up, up in the register, a little yelly, you know, but other than that, man, there's nothing. I didn't hear anything. And I'm like, man, people need to let this shit go. And again, that's your official statement is PSA. 
Let's stop comparing them two. Let's start comparing Action to that other fucking guy that sounds exactly like Action Bronson. How about uh, that? Which is? Uh, that fucking, like, kitty freestyle. You remember I sent you that video? Yes. Who was that? It was West Side Gun. I don't know. I don't know, man. I forgot his fucking name. But if if we're talking about people that sound like other people, that's kind of that one's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, for sure, man. I just think I, I don't know. I think it's such a like it's such a shitty way to take away anything that action has done in his career. Yeah. Oh, he's just a fucking copycat. All he's doing, the only reason he's where he is now is because he stole Ghostface's shit. And it's like, really? And they even squashed that shit long ago. Like 10 years ago, they squashed that that beef. You know? And, I mean, Ghostface straight up said that he was going to fucking, like, he would kill Action Bronson. Oh, shit. In his response. Do you, did you, do you remember any of that shit? Did you have any of this? I mean, I've never ran into any of that shit. I, I, I deep dived into it because such a huge action fan and i was like so what really happened like because there was you know there's some beef and blah blah and i think it was an interview where the interviewer said uh you know you get a lot of comparisons to to ghostface killer um you know what what's your response to that and he said you know i love ghostface like he's definitely a huge inspiration for me and blah blah and he's like but ghostface isn't doing what i'm doing and he was like at least not anymore and it was just this little comment, very in passing, and then they just moved on. Sure. And yeah. Ghostface recorded this like twenty minute response of just him in the living Fuck, room, dude, just like chill. constantly pulling up his pants and like fucking pointing at the camera and calling him fat boy and you fat fuck and you know blah blah and just saying like you know I'll, I'll fucking pull up on you and uh you know sounding way cooler than I could ever sound, but he was sure. fucking pissed. And then action straight up like apologized to to Ghostface and was like, hey, that was completely taken out of context and I didn't mean it the way that it came out. And because I think what Action was saying was like, yeah, I maybe I do kind of sound like him. Maybe there's some similarities there, but he's like, Ghostface isn't doing what I'm doing. And yeah. it's and that's exactly what you said when and I not, brought it up. Not like, a, he's not doing what Action does. Ghostface, there's, there's no similarities. Yeah. Not in the music, not in the lyrics. Like yeah. If we're just talking about sounding like you're from Queens, then fuck yeah. Then, I don't know. Yeah, fucking you know. I don't know what me. we can really do about that. You exactly. Know? You know, like Action can't change the way he talks. And and again, like after Action apologized, like Ghostface said, "Hey man, you know, I appreciate it. I understand now what you were trying to say, and and I did take it the wrong way." And he was and Ghostface has said in interviews before when people ask him about it, he goes, "Listen, man, Action has his own style. He's doing his own thing, and I completely support the guy." And it's hey. like, okay, well then everyone can just fucking chill out <laughs> and we can chill out in the fucking nar nug zone let's, let's cool it. off let's fucking take our clothes off let's get in the sauna let's just fucking detox let's fucking do it <laughs> well why don't you kick it off with some uh honorable not honorable mentions my narnies your narnies uh yeah man uh it was kind of hard to pick my two favorite songs because the songs that I do like on here, I really love and they're all very same level, but I would sure. say first honorable mention is Falconry hmm. yeah. because of Mayhem in action. Like they fucking destroyed it. <laughs> uh, I didn't like the, I don't even like the beat of Falconry, but I no? love their, no, I, no, I don't. 
I love how it intros though, where he's like, yo, pass me the ball. And it's just like four of his voice, just like, I'm going to fuck this up. I'm going to dunk on your shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, it's strange. Um, it's great. But I do love their verses a lot. And one of the ones that was really hard to not pick as my, one of my choice nugs was acting crazy. Fucking love that song. I, yeah, I, I personally don't really get the hype around that song. Really? Uh, but Is it the hook? It's, I don't know. It's like, I don't I, like whatever other people see in it. And like with low rider as well, or uh, easy rider. Uh, really? You don't like that song either. I, I like it, but it's just like, I don't think it's one of the, best ones and i don't think it had potential to be popular either i don't know Man, i love the sample so much on that song <laughs> the, uh, it's like some fucking again some old turkish psych rock uh sure. sample or whatever and that fucking i don't know if that is that a distorted synth or a guitar it's who knows that it's like, it sounds like an oboe almost or something like the, uh, love it so much. And the original song is so fucking killer too. Like I made a whole playlist of action Bronson samples. And so it's just gotten me to listen to so much random obscure music. And it's like, I love his songs that use these songs so much that I've just fell in love with all the original tracks also and there's all yeah. so weird and and random um but acting crazy i it's definitely one like top three on the on the album like i i think uh i think a big thing too is like me and christina when it comes on like we're we rap along to it a lot and like we we love like singing along to that song sure um and i love the the beat a lot on acting crazy it has this it's like that womp, 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 womp. it's very like kind of reverse sounding the whole yeah time. it's like woozy like it makes I, me feel like woozy i love it i do love how the track starts and like the transition between terry and acting crazy where it's kind of like you're just kind of like sitting there like what happened where, where'd everyone go yeah you know? right? and then like slowly sound starts to fade in and you just hear like terry has that sort of trippy psych outro that yeah, just like yeah. leads into it really well. And I love the line. Now these motherfuckers all want to be chubby. <laughs> when he, when I, when I heard that, I was like, he's so right. Like I, he made me feel better about being chubby. Cause I was like, cause he's so fucking cool. I'm like, well, I guess I can still be cool. You can still be chubby. cool and chubby, man. Yeah, I guess so. It's not mutually exclusive. I guess so. Um, but one of my choice nugs, you just mentioned it. It's Terry. Terry. Yeah. I, that was a close one for me. That's always been one of my favorites since I first heard this record, like almost eight years ago at this point or something. It's, it's one of the longest songs on the record. It's also very, one of the chillest songs. It's a great alchemist beat. Um, I love the electric piano. That yeah. and the guitar that twing, 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 twing. I mean, that whole like it never gets old. That fucking like, gun, 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 gun. yeah, and that little like little lick that they do. Yeah, it's just so chill, but it's a weird. It's sample so weird. Too. Like they every do those once like in a while. note ups where they go up 
a little bit, quarter notes, yeah. and then come back down. You're like, what is that? That's such a weird progression. And then sometimes it'll sound like they fucking ran into a percussion stand or something. You know, and like the background would just be like crashes and like, what the fuck yeah. is that? It seems like a lot of things that they like just grabbed all these like little samples and bits yeah. and bobs and just kind of threw it all together just perfectly. And I, and I think it's the most current action sounding beat on this record. Yeah. You don't think like uh, Easy Rider would fit that more? I th- yes. Those two. Okay. Terry yeah. and Easy Rider. Like that's, I think that's the, the two lights like that shows kind of where he's going to go with his choices there yeah. and big surprise both uh oh actually no uh easy rider is is party supplies i thought it was alchemist alchemist only produced two songs no three on here damn yeah he did terry he did falconry and he did galactic love hmm yeah. that's that's like <laughs> you don't like falconry galactic love you you're not really into yeah, I know, right? It's weird. Like even I was when I was writing my notes, I assumed all the beats that I liked the most on this album were Alchemist, and I wrote that you down. You always do. I always do, and I wrote that down, and then I was like, "Oh, I was way off." <laughs> Except for Terry, and and sure. uh, the the single artwork for Terry is like fucking great too. I haven't seen it. All the artwork was created by this one artist that I think Action reached out to him directly. Like he did the album cover and he did all the singles artwork, and uh, you know they're all ridiculous, perfect Action Bronson artwork. And I sure. think Terry, he's like wearing a terry cloth robe, this really like fuzzy robe, smoking like a fat blunt or something. And I think he has like two his his shoes are two alligators. I think sure. I have like this this really vivid memory. Uh, I gotta look it up now. Well, it's better than the shit that uh, the art that he's been putting out lately. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His like his robe looks like it's all like it's all green. Like he's oh, it must be all green mink. Like his line in the all song, green mink. Yeah, and yeah, he's got like gators on his feet, like literally two alligators. He has a poodle with an eye patch. <laughs> and just like a badass BMW, but yeah, I love this guy's artwork, man. Um, shout out to—I wish I knew his name. Cool. Uh, well, shout out to that guy. He's—he's he's fucking cool as shit. Well, maybe while you look it up, I'll tell you my Narnia mentions and Narnuk. Yes, tell me. Uh, I got a good couple on here. I do love this album. I don't think there's really any flyovers except for Galactic Love, and uh, the passage I could take or leave. The passage I think it's cool. is. I don't think there's any point to it either. I think it's it's like probably the most this album is the most artistic he's been in my opinion. Uh but I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't come out as great. Uh but my notable mentions are The Rising. I love that beat. Uh The Rising I like I like the beat more than Brand New Car, but it still sounds like something that would be on Well Done to me so it sounds a little outdated <laughs> i like i like a light in the attic i really like that one new lost my mind yeah i mean that's super catchy <laughs> uh only in america which you are not into but no. i love the music and i love that chorus 
Uh, it's very bombastic and bright and explodey. Uh, my first nug is going to be one that I think we might share, which is Baby Blue. Yeah, man. That was my other choice nug. It was hard to pick between that one and Easy Rider, but I went with Baby Blue. I had to listen to my heart. I, I That's also another one with a great like transition between a light in the attic and baby blue. Yeah. And that's uh, what kind of like it pushed through that when I read that he wanted those three songs in a row. Oh, I forgot about city boy blues. That was another choice. Not for me. I mm. uh, really, really like city boy blues a lot, but yeah, baby blue. It's just the transition between light in the attic and baby blue. It That's what kind of solidified the whole like, Oh yeah. He wanted these three songs to kind of be yeah. a, a combo, you know? Yeah. And yeah, Baby Blue is just such a great beat, man. It is. It just has this like almost banging on the keys the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and this is one where Bronson is singing the chorus the whole time. Why you always on my back? Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Why you gotta act like a bitch? <laughs> Dude, so funny. And. And and like I said, Chance just totally Chance yeah. destroyed. He 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 made that song. I love it on. I love him on this album. I hope you like work at a Fridays and you never get off Fridays and it's always busy on Fridays. Yeah, titty saggy <laughs> like, in your mid twenties. Yeah, I hope there's always snow on your driveway. It's just that like weird line that Chance was so good at like trapezing on of like goofy silly but also like cool yeah just great lyrics but you're still being petty as fuck yeah which he he kind of lost uh in the big day but yeah i mean i love uh, i hope you're i hope every soda you drink is already shaken up (laughs) uh i hope you win the lottery and lose your ticket i hope the zipper (laughs) on your jacket gets stuck oh and your headphones short and your charger don't work and you spill shit on your shirt (laughs) And it's then he just gets, like the most like petty, but then he ends it off and like, I hope your tears don't hurt. And there's yeah. a smile on your face. It's like, I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy. I hope you ruined this shit for a reason. I hope, I hope it's happy. like, whoa, whoa. Where did it suddenly got real? What yeah, the fuck? That, I hope your tears don't hurt is like such a fucking heavy line that out it's so, it does come out of nowhere. And it's, it's very jarring and you're and and I love it. That he can, it's the same thing like like on acid rap when we were talking about acid rap. It's like how can you go back and forth from being yeah. so silly and goofy and tongue in cheek, and then the next line is super serious and yeah, very yeah. sincere and emotional. And you're like, wow, it's it's jarring a little, but it fucking works. It works, yeah, yeah. And then also, great verses from Bronson on this one. Yes. Just fucking kills it every time, you know. Uh, I I love like so many so many women want to call me baby and you wonder why the fuck I ain't call you lately. <laughs> oh fuck, dude! I love like uh, go on a date. I'm at the crib with the chef. That's me. You could order whatever. The specialty is white snake and underwear sauce. <laughs> Fucking gross. I love this, and I understand it's only because I'm popular. I'm getting topped off in the front row of the opera. <laughs> like, uh, so I just, yeah. This- uh, also a dude who just like does goofy shit but it's so cool yeah that's what i mean I like don't know I, how. there's something so like action bronson as a person is an aesthetic and yeah. he's he is just so unique to himself 
and yeah. there's no one else like him in the world. And uh, and I just I fucking love him, man. I fucking love it too, man. And I love my second Narnug, Curious. which I I think you're gonna disagree with. Uh, it was really close between uh, this and Only in America, which I'm sure you fucking hate to hear. Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna choose brand new car. I got a jazz guitar. I think it's a great way to intro the album. I love the energy he brings on this track. He just comes out the gates running. Welcome. And then just fucking goes off. Yeah. I love, I love the beat. I love, I guess I love beats with banging keys on them. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's, (laughs) it was like such a, of the time to, to have these like piano driven songs. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, I, I like the song that they took the sample from more than, the beat really the song. yeah it's a song called Man. zanzibar by billy joel yeah 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 and it, i mean he literally is singing that part like i got a brand new car yeah. i got a jazz guitar and like i'm not new a big billy, i'm gonna i'm not a big billy joel guy to begin with but i just like because action used it and you know it's like the connection between it all i'm like i love this song like i love the original uh but it is a great opener i just fucking I don't know, man. You just immediately, there's like no hesitation. He already shows you his confidence, his braggadocio. So much energy. Yeah. Yeah. I love the line where he says like something about like, fuck this jacket. I'll turn it into 85 napkins. Or something. <laughs> it's like, just, uh, yeah. There's just so many little things like that. that uh, yeah. Like you said, he just, he's right off the bat. Like he's not. It, that's what I liked about it is for it being a major label full length debut. He's not being anyone else except himself in the lyrics. He you can't. Know? He can't. He, yeah, and that would have been such a bummer if he, you know, even changed up anything about him. Yeah. You know, just because it's a major label thing. Like he was so like okay you guys know who you're signing right like this is how i am and this is who i am and this is what i talk about and all this yeah. shit and it's like you know despite all the the things that i say about uh the the music choices on this that i feel like that definitely i feel the label got more involved in those things i feel like action still is just so action bronson almost peak action for me uh lyrically I think Blue Chips was where he melded the the beats and the and his stuff to just write a perfect record for me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it it was kind of like when we, you know, because I brought White Bronco onto this uh, show, and I yeah. was kind of surprised that ah, it's not as good as I remember it being. You know, <laughs> like when we were talking about it, and then it was kind of the same with Mister Wonderful. I was like, oh, this album's not as good as I remember it being. And, uh, but I still really liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was, it's a fun record. It's definitely, uh, I would say more fun than anything else. Like, I, I think it's got its very artistic moments and I think it's got great musical composition in there. I mean, he's got top notch producers writing his stuff. I just don't really like what they did for the most part. And that's your fucking problem, man. That's that's my problem. That's my prerogative. That's and my with, I'm allowed to have this opinion. 
What is the fucking number that you're attaching to this album? I am going to give this a 7.5. 7.5 is way more than I thought you'd be giving it. Well, because like I said, the songs that I really like, I like a lot, man. Like uh, Terry <laughs> acting crazy, uh, City Boy Blues, Baby Blue, and Easy Rider. I Those are some of my favorite action songs. Yeah. You know, those are amongst the top action songs for me. So it's just kind of, I forgot how much I don't really necessarily gravitate towards the songs in between those. Sure. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. And, and, and again, this is the era of action that like got me into him. So it's weird to go back and, and I go back with these kind of nostalgia. Uh, oh man, I remember I fucking loved this record. Me and Bud would smoke so much weed and drive around and listen to this and, you know, and then it's just kind of like, man, I go back and I go, oh, it's it's kind of, you can never go home again type of feeling where I'm like, wow, sure. it's not the yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, 7.5. I mean, you know, come on. I can't, uh, it's action. I can't give them below a seven. Right. Uh, and, and yeah, it's uh, some genuinely, some of my favorites on here and some of my least favorites on here, but, but uh, the songs I love, I love a lot. So 7.5, I think that's a fair score. Well, I think, I think this rating might kind of give people more of a glimpse into our personal musical interests. Cause Be- yeah, because me and you, on a lot of things, kind of have different preferences in a lot of genres. We we both like a lot of the same genres, but the preferences within, yeah, we differ a lot. I, I I think like rap and hip hop as a whole. Uh, I definitely. I'm very picky with, and I don't really listen to it a lot, though I do love it when it hits. Yeah. Uh, so this rating might sound a little weird, but it, especially in comparison to Lucas's rating and how we've been kind of batting heads this whole time. Right. Uh, but I'm giving this album a 7.8. Okay. I mean, it was going to be weird if you didn't score higher than me. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like, I... I love this record. Is it like my favorite rap hip hop record? Like, no, not really. It's my favorite Bronson record. I mm-hmm. fucking love this guy and I and I love this album and I think it's very creative. I think it's a very unique rap record. Uh but not a lot of things are not a lot of rap albums for me are really ever gonna get into the nines just because that it's not like that's not the genre where the nines in my life lie, you know. Right. Didn't we give never the never ending story? Don't we give that a nine? I mean, that was a that was a pretty good fucking record. Yeah. That that I mean, that was a whole concept record. J- Jid is is a honestly kind of a genius. The beats are crazy. Insane. Uh, on that. So it's good. like Jid like. Kendrick is going to be up there. Good Kid Mad City is at least a nine. At least. At least. Same um, with To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah. And maybe Damn. I I do. I went back to Damn recently and it's I forgot so how much good. I like the record. It's, it's so good. It's it like that record to any other rapper would be like their best record. Yeah. But because it's Kendrick Lamar, you know, he fucking wrote two masterpieces. So that's like, the thing is like that record had the fact that to pimp a butterfly was the record that came out before it. It had damn had that going against it. Yes. 
Because As Damn like, is much more of a straightforward hip hop album than To Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly being one of the like argued in music circles argued as one of the best records ever made. So it's kind of like, how do you, how do you go above that? You know? Yeah. And and that was one of the lines that I love that mayhem had in his verse on Falconry, where he said, I consider the last record I put out to be like my number one enemy or something like that. And I thought that was such a cool line where he's just like, all I see is the stuff I did before. I just want to beat it. Like I want to do that much fucking better. Blow it out the water. And I think that's such a cool line and such a cool energy to have. Uh, Yeah, man. And I don't, in my opinion, I feel like action is still at this point on his rise and he's only getting better after this for like a couple of albums. And then it's very hit or miss from there. And I, but I still absolutely love him. Well, it's, it's interesting because looking at the discography, white Bronco happens and that's kind of where you were thinking he plateaus a little bit, but then right after that is lamb over rice. Yeah, and he just and that really blew me away, man. Into uh, songs about dolphins or songs, yeah, only for, for dolphins. dolphins, only for dolphins, and then Coco Drio Turbo. So like it, this weird like uh, spike and back. Yeah, it's like Lamb Over Rice felt like a very um, like they wrote it in a weekend, just getting high and fucking hanging out together. Like that's what that felt like to me so it had this very sure. yeah because even in between songs all they have is their conversations in the studio and you can just yeah you hear the body and alchemist and mayhem and all of them are there and they're just kind of hanging out just chilling yeah and he doesn't have any features on it so it's kind of you know this thing where it's like you hear them all hanging out in the studio but it's they're not rapping they're just hanging out you know <laughs> and it added this really cool vibe to it but yeah, man. Buddies, what do you guys think of Mr. Wonderful? Is this one of your favorite Action Bronson records? Is this, uh, you know, like, who, 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 do you, who are you siding with? Pick sides. Pick a side. Pick it now. Pick a side now. Yeah. It's kind of like an Air Bud when they're starting to, like, you know, the two owners are standing on each side of the dog and they're just like, come here. And it's like, whoever the dog goes to is who it belongs to. And right. Yeah. And, uh, that's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm like, come here, come on my side. This isn't the best Bronson record. And I'm like, come on, come on, baby. You know, this is the good shit. Come on over here. Over here. And you're rolled up newspaper. <laughs> like, Guys, come on, come on. But what did y'all think? Yeah, Fucking man. you can, we, got youtube we're on spotify if you want to comment if you want to review should we do a review of actions discography that would be kind of that would be kind of nasty that'd be fun fun. i don't know if people are into it yeah let us know man um (laughs) and yeah follow us on everything uh did you already mention the instagram evp cast EVP cast, Instagram, YouTube, Earbuds Podcast, fucking Spotify, Earbuds Podcast. Yeah, we got yeah. all the links in the description. Fucking review, check it out, man. Review the podcast. Give us a rating. Leave us a comment. Tell your friends. And let us know what you guys thought and what you want us to listen to. We might listen to what you want us to. You never know. Maybe. Weirder things have happened. If it's, if it's bad, we... I don't think I'm going to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, we'll say fuck all that shit. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? You might be surprised. If it's comically bad, that's good, too. That's that good, too. back honestly, into yeah. the, like, we could do that. Yeah. Yeah, so bad it's good. 
Yeah. Uh, a lot of movies that I love about that. And this listening to for this episode, like reading up on action and kind of like doing more research on him and everything. I think I finally found the tattoo that I'm going to get for action Bronson. Oh shit. I want one. I'm going to get the MF doom mask. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get, I have to get something action Bronson and I have to get something RX bandits. And I haven't figured out I'm, what RX bandits I want because I don't like any of their artwork. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm going to get. I'm surprised you're getting a, a doom tattoo. Yeah. It's just so iconic. And sure. it's also kind of a, in commem- it's a commemoration sort of tattoo for my friend, Bud, who like, you know, committed suicide and, and MF doom was his favorite rapper. And he's the one who got me into MF doom to begin with. And he's the one who got me into action Bronson. And, uh, so it's kind of like getting the MF doom mask is like half because I love MF doom so much. And the yeah. other half is kind of my bud tattoo, you know? Well, uh, don't don't leave us in suspense. What is the Action Bronson tattoo? So it's kind of hard to find, you know, because his artwork is <laughs> not the best art most of the times. No. So I had to dip into his um, his mixtapes that he put out, and he put out a mixtape with uh, Alchemist before I think even before Well Done came out. It's called Rare Chandeliers. And the album, you just look it up. The album cover is insane. But the the main part, it looks kind of like a 70s action, like movie, action movie poster. Kind of this like painterly sure. looking thing. And in the middle is him, huge blunt hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> and he has like a double barrel shotgun that he's shooting. He's wearing a tuxedo. And he has a fucking like wolf's head, like a taxidermy wolf's head on like wearing it as a hat. And oh my god, dude! I want to get him what? like that image of him tattooed on me. Oh my god! I know, I know, but I want to get it in a way that is kind of like old school tattoos. So it'll be a little more simplified. It won't be as detailed and stuff. It'll just be it'll just be a reference to this sure. album cover. And yeah. I just think it's so fucking cool looking. And uh, and I have the perfect artist that I think would kill it on it. Uh, he's gonna do this. He's gonna give me the, the MF Doom tattoo also. So yeah, I think I finally figured out my fucking action Bronson tat. There you go. We'll we'll get that RX one someday. Yeah, help me look for. Uh, they don't have a lot of great. A lot of their artwork doesn't translate to what a good I'll, tattoo. I'll keep my eye out. This I'll is the first action image that I saw that would translate well to a tattoo, and I'm like, okay, this this is what I want. But the RX Bandits one, it's like they're just kind of. I never really liked their their artwork anyway. I mean, like Mandala has an amazing fucking album cover, but I can't get that. No, it's like all the artwork is, even if you liked it, it's like way too complicated and detailed anyway. Right. Like the resignation. I love that album cover, but I can't get that tattooed on me. Like a weird. You could just get like a little hula girl for like halfway. I thought about that. Like something cute like that. Or, you know, like the, the native American guy that they have on the cover of progress, but then I don't want to get a tattoo of a native American guy. Yeah. I don't know about that. Problematic. (laughs) <laughs> like I don't want to even get involved in that. Uh, well, yeah. Anyway, buddies. Hey, if you guys are listening and you think of a cool Rx Bandits tattoo, let me know because I'm starting <laughs> to think I need to just dip into the lyrics, pull out a cool imagery from one of the lyrics, and just get a drawing yeah. of that. You know. Um, anyway, uh, Ash, this was uh, this was good. Lucas, this was good. This was good. I'm fucking fading. Let's. All right, well, let's fade out. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye, bye, buddy.